Office fans. Spelling loneliness without Ale. Bone density checks. Christina, talking of bone density checks, have I ever told you how lovely your English is? Blushes in Spanish. Why, David, thanks for saying so. It's true, listeners. Christina is like a perfect specimen oh of someone who has learned such exquisite British English. So Honestly, true. she puts me to shame with my terrible West Country accent. <laughs> <laughs> Who's wolf whistling you again? <laughs> I don't know. Is, uh, you probably get that 20 times every day walking down the street. <laughs> anyway, but shock horror, not everyone actually <laughs> learns how to speak British English. Can you believe that some people in the world choose to learn the accent that must not be named. Do you mean Jodie? Genau, American English. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Come on, David, stop being so dramatic. It's a free world. People can choose to learn whatever English version they want to. Okay, okay. Get right. over it. I, okay. We've I talked can, about this, I you know. I can live with that, you know. I'm only teasing, but I would love to know kind of the, the thought process that kind of comes into the mind of people who are learning English. Like, mm -hmm. why might they decide to learn American English or British English or why would they want to learn Australian English or, you know, something <laughs> like that. Well, so, Christina, right, what inspired you to learn British English when you were growing up? Um, I don't think it was a matter of inspiration because when you're a kid, you no. basically do what you're told to do. Yeah, and so, certainly. as you know, I was sent to the UK where people were freaking out about my ears being pierced <laughs> as a baby. I like sent to the UK like it was the 1950s. <laughs> exactly. On like, a, on like a steamboat and it took <laughs> you three months to get there. All right, yeah. Exactly. And so... Um, I don't know, I just picked it up from the people I met and TV and yeah. Top of the Pops, you know, and the Spice ah, yeah, Girls. Yeah, yeah. What, cha what changed, though, is that uh, I then went to US. And oh, okay. so I kind of started being a shallow teenager. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I switched Spice Girls yeah. to Backstreet Boys. I mean, you know, I was you know getting older. You, you know why you became shallow? Why? Because we call it the pond, going across the pond when you go from the Britain to uh, Yeah, America. we say that as well in Spanish, yeah, cruzar el charco. So. Okay, that's what? such a bad joke. Let me, let me find what we need now. <laughs> Sorry. Completely unscripted. Where in the US did you go to? Um, I went to West Virginia. Mountain mama wow. and stuff like that. So the West thing is, uh, I was really speaking British English back then, like milk yeah. and cookie, uh, no, uh, biscuits and stuff. And then I, I switched without noticing. But also music played yeah. a big part, and like all the TV shows. And I'm talking before the internet here, before you guys. Before the internet, yeah. you know, when coal mining was still a prosperous industry in West Virginia. <laughs> anyway, when pigeon fancying, <laughs> when pigeon fancying went out of fashion. <laughs> It's only I think in West Virginia I've never I've never been, but it's either coal or pigeons. I think. <laughs> I think. But lovely story. But I can imagine also that your choice of kind of which English that that you might learn obviously is shaped by your experience in school. So yeah. um, if your English teacher, you know, has learned themselves British English, then they will probably most likely teach that, right? Is yeah. that what it's like in Spain? Uh, of course it's like that, but as uh 
if you've heard everything I've said in the previous episodes, David, yeah. you <laughs> might remember <laughs> that uh, I've said several times that uh, it's shameful that in Spain, when learning English at school, like a normal, at a normal school, usually the teachers are Spanish and they come like, let's uh, learn uh, English and uh, no speak Spanish in the class like this. Yeah, and so uh, it's kind of hard to pick up an accent of any kind. And uh, so you... I think we mostly we're mostly inspired by, as I said, music and so TV like pop shows. Culture, yeah. yeah, pop culture. Well, I think you made the right choice anyway, though, Christina, learning British English. I'm certainly happy that you did. I'm winking at the microphone, listeners. Ah, uh, that's the sound <laughs> of my wink. Oh my gosh! Hold on there, partner. Listeners, do not be alarmed. We have just been joined by Babel's own generic Jordan, writer, dreamweaver, and chief editor of the Babel magazine. Hi, generic. What brings you to Casa Chati con Leche? Well, <laughs> oh my God, you're trying your best, yeah. and it's good enough. Good. I couldn't help it over here. Uh, David talking some trash about uh, <laughs> my, you mean my, rubbish? My, my, my version <laughs> of English, yeah. <laughs> so I thought I should interject. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. Do you know what? I'm, now, happy that, I'm happy that you're here. Yeah, this, yeah, is yeah. Fa- this is a fair game. Now we have a representative of both British English and the most American English ever. <laughs> and now we can really dive into what exactly makes them both tick. What I want you to do, guys, is to convince me and the listeners just why we should learn your version of English. Mm-hmm. I'll give you both a couple of minutes, seconds, because uh, ra- time in radio is precious. Okay, Although then, this is a podcast. And then you'll be deciding, uh, you know, I like might, who wins, basically. Exactly. Which accent is cooler? Christina, have I told you how wonderful that you look oh today? Oh, my God. Stop it. That's not the way to convince me, David. What? Just speak to me as if I were in Downtown Abbey, and you might have a chance. <laughs> well, hang on. Downtown Abbey upstairs or downstairs? So there's a massive difference. The people, who work in the, kitchen, the people who work in the kitchen actually sound like me anyway. The people who live upstairs. Okay, I'm going to high five. And that high- wasn't a sound machine. That was a real <laughs> was high a, five. That was an organic high five. All right. I think because I'm British and because I'm polite, I will let our lovely guest. Oh, to, my to, God. I think John Eric should go first. Oh, no. I really think that that you should start. <laughs> oh, do you know what? It would be more awkward if we were back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Playing this, what like, could be worse than that? This most polite version of tennis, so it goes back and forth. <laughs> All right, I will go first under much duress. So, 30 seconds, roughly? Yeah, okay. go for it. Okay, all right. Um, okay, two words. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, okay, good. One. There we are. So that's a positive about British English. But yeah. really, the reason I think that British English is maybe better than American English is because British English is like, a vinyl player you know what i mean it's like a turntable it's classy oh it's vintage okay. american english is like a cd like rom. a banjo it's a cd a <laughs> it's 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 a cd rom recur- recording oh my god of a bad band we thought you can't of- offend so, the other know, guy it's modern you it's have- it's cool it's hip but it's not got that vintage kind of thing to it which british english does okay time's up well, I do. I I can't argue with you that that English started in England, but <laughs> um, but I, I I would I would say that that American. Wow, it doesn't stop. Does it? <laughs> uh, American English, I think, represents an evolution of English that Whoa. I would that I would argue is more relevant globally, especially for the English learner who is not who might be somewhere in, in the world not anywhere near the US or the, the the UK I think that it it makes sense as the 
as the version to learn and the one that might be most relevant uh, considering all pop culture references are not only from one country or, or, or the other, but there is um, there is a torrent of Americanness just sort of yeah. flowing out. Sorry about that. But no. no, it's fine. <laughs> also, in a way, um, you know, mass media and all the apps we use, they're mostly, I mean, we know where they come from. Exactly. Asia. No, but also <laughs> Silicon Valley. And I mean, you know... It's a, we see it every day. It's the language of the internet. And, you know, yeah. the internet doesn't go, oh, golly, I forgot, blah, blah. They, it, you know, curses are, are all over the place. I, yeah. a, a generic didn't want to curse before, so we edited that bit. Wink, wink. <laughs> and so, um, on the other hand, people, when learning a language, they love to learn how to curse. And yeah. it's way better to say, <laughs> then <laughs> saying like <laughs> no, <laughs> then saying your funny uh, British well, think, okay, fat words, which are not even. We, are we going to list our favourite swear words? No. Okay. Are we? Right. No. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think we shouldn't. Otherwise, management might come in here and you know fire one of us as a sign to the other two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're next. Chatti sin leche. So sad. Chatti sans leche. Who is it? No, no, that's Latin. No, no, no. Oh, well, yeah. next week, Latin. No. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so John Eric made his pitch. I made my pitch. Come on, which one are you going to choose? Can I not choose? Can I take them both? You can this is a bit cheating, but oh. come on. I learned the one thing as a kid and then yeah. the other thing more as, of, of, as a grown-up. Kind of, I mean, uh, it's so hard. It's a bit like Sophie's choice, you know, having to choose between um, those two. But it's okay. I understand that there's good things about both. I think that's the point that we try to make. And, and I think having to choose is, I think, it is, a, is a bit false. It's not like somehow... There, there are differences, but it, there, there's, there's way more overlap than there's difference. So it's not like, exactly. you know. Um, I have to face this every day, right? Yeah. Like with uh, uh, Peruvian Spanish, Panameño Spanish. How do you say this? Panamanian? Uh, <laughs> From Panama? Pana, Panamania? Panamanian devil? Panamanian devil? Panamanian. And all these languages, uh, I mean, and all these accents of Spanish and beautiful uh, center in South America and yeah. even, I mean, yeah. everywhere. And so it's hard to come up with like just the one. Exactly. Because there are amazing adjectives used all over uh, Latin America that we don't use in Spain anymore. Yeah. We are, we just say like, that's cool, that's cool. While well, they go like, this is magnificent. You're a beautiful, marvelous woman. Right. And then, you know, guys in Spain are just like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, whatever. It's like, oh my God, look at the, like when you read a book written by a Latin writer, you, you, you feel the richness. Is oh, that wow. a word? The richness? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, and the so richness. that's really nice. But you guys, yeah. if only there was a very funny article, right? Oh. With a very funny video explaining the main differences of these two equally cool accents. Am I right? Christina, it's like all your birthdays and Christmases rolled into one because <laughs> there's exactly that. There is an article on the Babel Ma magazine, which we will be linking to in the description of this episode, of course, explaining the main differences between American and British English. Holiday. Vacation. Pavement. Sidewalk. Uh, lorry. Truck. Yes. Yeah, or van. It depends. Really? Yeah, you can say it. Um, you can say lorry for like a minivan? No. Or yeah, like a... No. Um, oh, what's a minivan in British English? 
<laughs> a, uh, a minivan might be a people carrier. I think we call it a people carrier. Oh my god, this is so cute. <laughs> it's okay. I might take the bridge. <laughs> yeah, but you have like aircraft carrier, then you have people carrier. That yeah. sounds like some name for something at the World's Fair in the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Look at the yeah, yeah. people will be driving the people carrier yeah, yeah, yeah. in the year 2017. <laughs> uh, but sadly, that's not come to fruition. Um, cool. But okay, so we've done the you know done the uh, marketing bit. Yeah. Keep the, keep the um, management happy. happy. Yeah, yeah. Do. Um, As we do. But do you have a favorite word like of British English or a favorite word of American English? I like chap for man, right? Yeah, young chap, man. A chap, a young man. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like how in British English, as far as I know, because I haven't heard it in, in American English, you say, fetch me something. Uh, you don't yeah. say fetch to get something in American English, do you? Only dogs fetch in American ah, English. Ah, okay. The newspaper, as we see in the movies, yeah. you guys. I mean, but isn't there a <laughs> film when they say, that's so fetch? What? Isn't that that's, uh, I think that's clueless, right? Uh, I think that's oh. actually Mean Girls. Or Mean but, Girls. But the point is that it's it's a joke Amazing about, references here, guys. It's a, it's a, I think it's a joke about someone trying to make a catchphrase and it doesn't catch on. Oh, my right. God. So someone's uh, oh, so like, why do you keep saying fetch? It's just not going to happen. Just let it go. Fetch is not going to happen. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Fetch. I've seen that gif. I think I've seen <laughs> that gif so many, so many times. That's where I, you know, who needs to go to school anymore when you can just learn through games? You don't understand uh, American movies. Yeah. But to be fair, David. I, I, American movies? <laughs> Blade Runner is um, not set in, in the USA. Is it's Blade Runner set in the American? Los Angeles. Oh, in the future. future. Of the future, which I think is only a couple years away. Yeah, from, yeah, so okay, let's yeah, not talk about how old we are. Well, anyway, and how Back to the Future is Back to the Past. There's a now. sequel coming out anyway. We're just basically trying to get sponsors for the podcast. So, so you know, reference upcoming film projects. And, and uh, clueless, Mean Girls. Oh, yeah, they're so current. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast was filmed, recorded <laughs> in the 90s, you guys. Yes. But, um, or it was brought to you by the 20th anniversary <laughs> Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> well, you will never know. Of you will insert never know. old movie title here. Yeah. But I think trying to get back to the topic... I do love American English. There, I mean, there are some of my favorite shows. I know you do. Uh, I love, obviously, like The Wire, for example. Yes. That's one of my favorite shows of all time because it is one of the best shows of all time. But you know that as a non-English uh, native speaker, The Wire does a lot of harm because yeah. they speak like they don't, you know, decline any like uh, subject with verb. It's no. just like you see them towers, blah, and it's like. Okay, I somehow understand this, but yeah. if any teacher would hear this, would they would bring their hands to the head like, ah! Well, that... <laughs> she's just, that she's one's just also uncomfortably long. <laughs> she's got quiet. Yeah. Um, but that also points out the, the fact that there's no... We, we are going back and forth about comparing American English and British English as if either of those are one thing, but The, mm. the Wire is particularly Baltimore. Exactly. And there are even parts of the states where you would have trouble understanding that, right. that accent because um, there's some, yeah. So maybe there's not as much uh, variety as, as the UK, but. But the why is also interesting for that other phenomenon that you see quite often where British actors. Oh, learn this to speak is with the America. best. A lot of the wire actors are obviously British, right. like Idris Elba, for example. And bravo, bravo. I still, I'm still waiting to find a great example of an American who learns Ooh. very, very good British English. I think Meryl Streep is often 
quoted as the one who can do the best British English accent. Okay. But it seems to be usually the other way around. It's always the other way around, even with Australians, right? Yeah. And I wonder why. I wonder why that is. I mean, because we're more exposed to American culture than maybe you are to British cult- culture. Well, it might have something to do with the location of Hollywood, geographically. <laughs> <laughs> Well, John Eric's Typical town, LA you? guy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, John Eric walked past the Hollywood sign to work, you know, when he went to school as a kid <laughs> every day, right? <laughs> but I mean, um, but it's the thing. So I think, like, it's true. They're, they're it's easier for me to mimic your a- accent than I think maybe it's for you to mimic mine. Can you do a British accent? Can you? Um, the proof is in the pudding now. And the dessert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can only do really car- cartoonish ones. Okay, oh, do them. Brilliant. Uh, for, for for instance, it can be a bit sort of upper class. Would anyone could anyone go for a taco right uh, now? That was brilliant. <laughs> Do they have in, tacos in the UK? <laughs> we are, I'm we visiting Los Angeles. I'm looking for where I can have a good taco. That's fantastic. That's actually not that. I'm going to clap for that. It's good. You know, I mean, keep up with our. It's like someone's popping bubble paper <laughs> for a long time. No, it's, I think that's, a, that's actually quite good. That's yeah, actually, that's, that's really actually good. really impressed by, by yeah. that. And without being prompted by any of you guys, I'm going to give you my own. Then do it, please. Okay, um, it's easier if you have a sentence, right? Don't okay, you? yeah, so say give, it. Give me a sentence. Uh, um, can you say... But don't make him repeat. Just tell him the context. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Do, you're, you're at a bar and you want to order something to drink. Perfect, all right. I'm like, and it's not like a, a cider, okay? okay? Get over it. Okay. I'm like, so I have to order an American Yeah, yeah, of okay. course. Like, uh, a cocktail. Be, um, hey, barman, can I have a bottle of Budweiser? <laughs> That's or, so lame. Or other beer brands that are, <laughs> that are available, I please. Uh, <laughs> I need a Cool's Light. <laughs> we have a lunch special. You can get uh, a hamburger if you order a, a, a beer. I Welcome. Would, I would love a hamburger and a <laughs> bottle of beer. It's pretty good. Okay, he's suffering. He's like yeah. sweating blood right now. <laughs> Thank you, David. People who try to do an American accent always go for the southern kind of American accent. Yeah, because yeah. it's softer, well, right? It's, well, it's it's a bit it's a bit broader. I mean, that's the same reason why I went for a very cartoony yeah accent as as well i couldn't mm. mimic your actual accent because no. um, no. it's, it, it's sort of too too subtle but it's easy to do a broad true true southern accent thing. but it's still really interesting and i think um yeah I, this is the point where i think there's so much interplay or you know interchange now going on between british english and american english when i'm when i'm writing um things for the Babel magazine i quite often will use Americanisms in, mm-hmm. my, in my writing without even knowing it yeah. just, because I've read too much of the Atlantic that week and therefore I'm just exposed to American writing yeah. and it just it just shows that languages are organic they're always changing they are alive and it freaks the hell out of me when I meet Germans who are like no 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 this is the only way that, that you can oh, spell God, this word so boring. and it's funny because you could never do that in English you couldn't do that in Spanish really I know you have obviously uh, the Spanish Institute in Spain which kind of yeah, tries yeah. to organize how it's spelled Instituto Cervantes there we are but calling for sponsors <laughs> <laughs> other Spanish institutes are welcome <laughs> 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 thing, you couldn't even hope to try and police the English language to the same extent that they do police the German like, mm, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. language yeah yeah um, you just you just couldn't do it. But the whole idea of choice and things as well is like my German friends here, they tell me when they are 11 or 10 at the start of their secondary <laughs> Years school. Years old. Ah, get, yeah, no, for real. They, okay. they, actually, they actually choose if they learn British English oh, or American do? English. Wow. Obviously, it depends. Not every school will have a, t- a teacher who specializes maybe in both. 
But I've got friends who speak with a very convincing American accent. Wow. Friends that speak with a British one. And that's purely based on if they like the culture yeah. of the time. But but that's what it comes down to is that the, the accent is the biggest difference. I mean, it, it, it isn't like we conjugate verbs differently. I mean, besides the fact that sometimes how we spell yeah. the, the, the past tense, you do learn it with a T on the end. We do an ED on the end. Exactly, yeah. But, you know. No, or the um, it's or the um, I've this morning I've eaten or I or I ate right because we have this with Spanish as well. Yeah. Yeah. But but they they both they, they both exist that there's just a tendency maybe towards just, yeah, one, yeah, or, yeah, the one or the other. But, yes. Yeah, and I think but choosing the version of English also influences so they would have studied American literature rather than yeah, British yeah. Li uh, literature. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of also where it then gets actually put into practice. Okay. But I think we're losing still. our listeners' attention yeah. anyway, anyway. because we're saying too many grammatic uh, <laughs> yeah. things that are super so boring. So enough about grammar. <laughs> 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 you don't need grammar Phew. to speak languages. <laughs> <laughs> Although if you are looking to learn a language, there's a, there's a lovely language learning app called Babbel. <laughs> I'm just reading this for the first time, so sorry guys. Um, Okay, we've done a lot of chit-chat about accents. I don't know if you can... What's the word for chit-chat in American? Small talk? It's not the same thing. I, I don't think that we wouldn't not say chit-chat also. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> we've all learned something today and learnt with, <laughs> with a T. Um, oh, my God. John Eric, you have been a golden guest today. A golden gate guest, you could say. Thank you for sharing your time with us and the Chatty Con Leche listeners. Thanks for having me. Do one more teeny tiny favor, and I'm saying favor O R because I want something from you. Oh my God! The people listening with the cryptic clue for the next podcast. Um, as they as they say in London, Yas Queen, Yas Queen. How do you say? I don't know how to say that. Yas Queen. Here is your clue. David Hasselhoff is drinking beer before four o'clock <gasps> on his pony farm. Wow. I repeat, David Hasselhoff is drinking beer before four o'clock on his pony farm. Amazing. Very cryptic, cryptic indeed. Very, very cryptic. It's, okay. so, it's so cryptic, um, you could be buried in it because like a crypt. Okay. Amazing. Seriously, so. we will edit this. You guys, we will edit this. <laughs> On that bombshell. <laughs> so you guys, please uh, comment, uh, share, whatever. Uh, remember, I remember, I remind you our email, which is chaticonleche at babble.com. <laughs> and um, yeah, talk to you soon.